0: This is the Only Human podcast from Community Radio 4ZZZ out of Brisbane, Australia. Everyone loves music, right? So how come so many music venues are not accessible to everyone? This week on the show, Ula Sheehan and I have a chat to Dina Basile, whose new consultancy TIBI, or TIBI, is helping music festivals and venues be more accessible to people with a disability. So can I ask you first, what's an access liaison? Okay. Um, so an
1: Access Liaison, they work for a music festival, say for example, um, and they take care of everything from accessible toilets to, you know, your viewing platform, make sure that the grounds are as accessible as possible. Um, they work with the ground, the people of the grounds to make sure that it's as accessible as they possibly can make it just so that the festival is comfortable for people with disabilities. And then they liaise with those
0: people. So you're calling yourself an access consultant now. Consultant. What's your role in that process? Um, so as an access
1: consultant, I will approach those access liaisons and those music festivals to say, hey, can I see what you've done? Um, can I come with you and work alongside with you to see if what you put in place really does work. And if I can suggest anything easier or better, then I will. Um, if they have any questions for me, then I can try and answer those for them and test out what they put into place to make sure that it does
0: really work. Okay. And it is, yeah. So what what made you um, become a... Was it something you chose to do or did somebody ask you to start helping them out with um, access on, on music festival sites? It was, it was
1: something that I... Came to do myself. I approached it as access liaison, like liaising. Sorry, um, because I went to a festival one year. I saw that it was an actual role. I wasn't aware that it was a proper role, and I said I want to do this. Um, because festivals already have access liaisons, it was hard to try and get that position or get a position like it when it's already filled. So I thought I need to approach it a different way and use my abilities and my knowledge. And give it to them. So I thought another way of doing it is access consulting, and you know testing out for them and telling them what works and what doesn't. And I always, you know, after a festival, I always write reviews, I always send them feedback and say this is what worked, this was what might work differently. And it's it's always the smallest things that people don't pick up on, like lights at nighttime, for example. You'd think that that people would put up lights at nighttime at a festival, but they don't. Um, and one year you, because I'm so far down sitting in a wheelchair compared to everyone else. and at nighttime people are a bit intoxicated as well, and they'll walk straight into me if you know, and I have to hold up a flashlight in their eyes and they're all kind of blocking their eyes but I'm like, I'm sorry, you know I have to do it otherwise you're gonna walk straight into me. It's
0: simple stuff like that that you just you know people may not think of. Mm. So did you were you experiencing difficulty in going to see mu- live music? Um, before you started getting involved in this access yeah.
1: business, yeah, hundred percent. It was, um, you know, people kind of. I feel like some festivals put accessibility as one of the things that's not a high priority, um, and they'll put, you know, an access an accessible platform at the back somewhere. And for me, that's not good enough. You know, I wanna be able to see. I wanna be a part of the festival rather than behind and watching. I wanna be a part of that atmosphere and everything. So I'm vocal enough to complain. <laughs> I will Do you wanna drive down there into the mosh? Pit? Yeah, no, I will if I have to. I will. Um, That'd be great. I will I will make a complaint. I will, you know, talk to someone until they change it for me. Yeah. Um and other people aren't as vocal as I am, other people don't have that confidence say um, or they physically just may not be able to talk and speak up for themselves so that's where I that's another reason why I want to do this is I want to change that for other people as well who are not confident enough to speak up.
0: No it's great I mean yeah this should just be an automatic assumption that everybody should be able to get into any building or any venue if they want to. Yeah. Yeah and
1: you know a lot of buildings aren't accessible at all um, and that's something that I think... Triple has, Z is yeah,
0: one of them. Yeah, and I think some of them,
1: you know, it's slowly changing. You know, some venues aren't even aware that they can get a ramp if it's a small step. You know, it's it's just, like I said before, it's just small things that people don't pick up
0: on. Mm-hmm. So t- tell us about some of your music adventures. <laughs> uh, <laughs> have you ever had a tr- trouble going... Have you bought a ticket or something and then not a- actually been able to go because it was inaccessible? Um... I have I have with a venue, um,
1: on their website. Usually I call up. That's usually my sort of protocol is I'll call and say, "Hey, are you accessible?" For this one, for some reason, I just didn't. I thought I'll have a look online. It said we're accessible, so I said perfect. Um, at the time I was managing a band as well, so this was the band that I was managing. They were playing a show, um, so I had to be there, you know, to help the boys out and everything. And I rock up to the venue and it's a flight of stairs like you wouldn't believe. And I'm looking and I'm going, where is this accessibility that's on the website? So I called and someone came down and I said, oh, is there like a back way that I can get in? And he goes, no. And I said, well, why does it say say accessible on your website? And he said, I will carry you up. And I'm in a 200 kilo power wheelchair. (laughs) Not going to happen. So I had to go home. There was no way at all that I could get in. So, you know, I said, you need to take that off your website. That's not safe. Mm. You know, with a staircase as high as anything, it's not safe at all. So,
0: Wow. That's that's pretty horrible. To it. <laughs> uh, disappointing. Yeah. I was so oh, disappointing. 100%. It was
1: yeah. very disappointing. You know, very excited, you know, for this band and the boys that I was working with. And I had to sit with them downstairs and work through with them what they need to check that I was supposed to do for them. And
0: Yeah. So what about the smaller venues? I mean, big festivals, they obviously have a budget to uh, try and make the place accessible. They mm-hmm. actually have an accessibility mm-hmm. liaison. Yep. What about smaller venues around Brisbane? Because I know some of them are in some really rickety buildings yeah. and shocking staircases. Yeah, a lot of, for the for the small venues,
1: a lot of the time they can't do anything because it's like a heritage building and they're just not allowed or just yeah. the way that it's structured, you can't change. Which, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. What You know, what are you going to do? um for small festivals um the way that I'm approaching it I I have done access consulting for one small festival um and at the time because they're so small they don't have that budget to do it straight away so I went to the grounds I assessed their grounds gave suggestions of what can be fixed to make it easier and smoother um and then I wrote them a report gave them that report and you know with every single step of what they need to do to change it um, and then it's up to them to take that further step mm. and if they need more help, they can easily contact me.
0: That sounds like a really useful ser- service because, you know, people who aren't wheelchair users mm. might not have the slightest idea how to yeah. go about making yeah. it building accessible. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what what sort of things are typically needed to be done to a venue to make it more accessible for you? Um, it's a
1: lot of the time it's it's all about where you're seated um like I said before accessibility is something that's swept under the rug so it's you know we'll sit you wherever we have a free space which is what I want to change I want to you know people to be close enough to hear and see properly but obviously not too close that you know your eardrums are bursting (laughs) um yeah,
0: it's it's just. So do you think that venue should have a specific area, especially for wheelchair users, to I all think... go to the same spot? Yeah, and it's easy yeah, to get it's there? it's it's
1: it's something, some way where you feel safe, mm. because some of the time, you know, if you're in the middle of a mosh, which I have been before, your chair is getting shoved and pushed everywhere, and you know, if people start pushing each other, people are falling into you, and you know, it's not it's not ideal. <laughs> it that way.
0: Uh, I mean, I'm, I've got legs that work and I'm not going to go into a no. washroom. <laughs> You're a very brave woman. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Would your like consultancy business be helpful for people with other forms of disability, not just wheelchair users? Yeah, yeah 100%. It's It helps anyone with a mobility issue, someone who might be partially blind. Um, you know, they need to be seated forward, not all the way at the back. Um, people who are deaf as well, they sit at the front, um, near the speakers because they, they feel the the vibrations of the speakers and you, we hire people who are, who do sign language and they sign them all the lyrics as well. So, you know, it's, it's a really lovely thing. Um, yeah, so it's, it's definitely not just for wheelchair users. It's for anyone with a mobility issue, anyone who, who has a handicap of some sort.
0: And it allows them to attend events with their with all their friends. Yeah, hundred you know, percent. Yeah, of their it's all about
1: <laughs> you know the equality and yeah. and feeling a part of a music festival just as much as anyone else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you get like when you go to a festival, you have um, a companion card, so mm. you get like a free ticket for your carer, um, and a lot of the time your carer will be with you. But you know, some people go with a friend, and I've needed. Um, an escort, like a security guard, to escort me, and they didn't have enough people on staff because um, I was at a, at a festival one year, um, and it was the Barren Bay Parklands. And to go to the amphitheater, which is the big, the big grounds, um, you go in one way and out another way. But when you go in to get to the platform, it's quite steep, and my chair slides. I don't have the best grip. On the floor with my chair. So I needed an escort. I needed a security guard to take me in. At the time, they didn't have enough, and I had to wait around for like 10 minutes for them to find someone to help because, you know, my friend, the person that I was with, obviously wasn't strong enough to do it herself. Otherwise, we would have done it ourselves. And it's not only not safe for me, but it's not safe. For other people, if I ram into someone and knock them mm. over, that's not going to be good for me or the festival. Or well,
0: even for the person trying to stop the wheelchair from slipping because exactly. it's very heavy. Exactly.
1: Isn't it? So she'll fall, I'll knock someone over, you know, <laughs> it'll just be a massive disaster.
0: And could that have easily been solved by making the path uh, the some path. kind of non slip surface? I had
1: to, well, no, I had to go against traffic. So I had to go the way that you go out was the way that I needed to come in to get in safely so going against people was just the worst thing ever and they're all looking at you like what are you doing (laughs) you know why are you going this way you know But it was the safest way for me to get to where I needed to be, so I had to do what I had to do.
0: And did you feel like you had to explain yourself all the time to people who were wondering (laughs) Um, why you were doing the wrong thing? No, I I don't care. Um, Fair uh, enough. Yeah, but, you know,
1: you you do get your looks, and and some security guards, if they don't know who you are, you know, they'll say, go back. And I'm like, no, I need to go this way, sorry.
0: And getting a security guard to do the work of a support worker is not – Yeah, it's it's not not their job. No, it's not their job. Yeah, it's not appropriate.
1: But, yeah – even something like having extra security there just to escort people in and out and get people to move out of your way. Mm. You know, leaving at night time when it's pitch black from a stadium or
0: from, yeah, a stadium is terrifying. And dangerous because, yeah, there are so many drunk people around, yeah. Aren't there? Yeah, drunk
1: people, not many lights, you can't see. There's thousands of people going out at once and people are pushing to get to the next place, you know, so it's not, you know, you get your, you get your lovely people. Who will make room and and say everyone you know move out of way? Let's you know get this person through. But you can't guarantee they're gonna be there every yeah. single time. So, yeah. okay.
0: Oh. Tell us about what what you're hoping to achieve with your business um, with your consultancy. Okay, I, I
1: want to I want to start with the smaller festivals. Um, and I want to build them up so that they have that option to say, yes, we are accessible. Yes, you can come to our festival. Because sometimes smaller festivals don't even know the answer, you know. Um, so if they can have that on their website and have that as part of their details, and that's a step forward. Um, and then obviously I want to work with the big festivals as well and make them even better than they are. Because a lot of the festivals, um, like Blues for instance, pride themselves on their accessibility. I haven't been to blues yet, but I've heard wonderful things. Yeah. Um, and I want to sort of bring the other festivals up to that standard as well. And, you know, so people can say, yes, we are comfortable. Yes, we can do this and go here and feel a part of a music festival. Yeah.
0: And what's your strategy for, like, being noticed by these music festivals? Are you just going to start contacting them one by um, one? Or?
1: Yeah, so at the moment for the next month or so, I'm doing a lot of publicity, you know, this one included um, with 4 Um, I just want to get the publicity up and running and then I will start approaching music festivals and saying this is what I do, you know, have a look at my website, have a look at my Facebook Um. You know, bring me on board. Mm. Yeah. Do you hope to like do consultancy beyond just music festivals? But yeah. Like other industries. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's sort of. Um, I did a, a bachelor in entertainment business management at JMC, um, and a lot of what we study and a lot of what I focused on was music side because I love music and it's sort of it's where I will start. But a hundred percent, I will move into every kind of festival I will move into, every kind of event that I can help. So, you know, I'm open to anything past music as well, yeah.
0: Yeah, and anything that makes the lives of people with disabilities easier and and more normal where they can just do what everyone else does Yeah. got to be a good thing, right?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, 100%, yeah. (laughs) So, do you have a favourite band at the moment? Oh, oh, that's
1: a tough one. I am... It's, it's not a band, but I am a huge fan of Matt Corby.
0: Okay. Would you like me to play uh, some Matt Corby? Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll do that for you. Okay. Thank you. Uh, so if people are listening and they might be managers of a venue or uh, some involved in a music festival, how can they get in contact with you? Um,
1: So at the moment we have our Facebook page up and running um, and we have a website that's being built now, but at the moment it's just a Facebook and the Facebook um, is called T B T I B I T-I-B-I, Events and Access Consultant.
0: I wish you all the luck in the world for your new consultancy, Dina, and I hope that we get to talk to you again Thank at some you. point in the Thank future. Thank you so much for having me. Keeps up to date with how I you're will. going. I will, 100% I will. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Dina Basile's Facebook page is where you go if you want to find out some more about her consultancy in in making music festivals more accessible. It's called TIBI, TB Events. So search for TB Events on Facebook or you can go to her Twitter, which is at TIBI Australia. You are listening to the Only Human podcast. Only Human is a weekly program on social justice, disability rights, psychology, social research, and mental wellness. You can listen in Brisbane on 4ZZZ 102.1 FM and set digital on DAB Plus radios. Love community media? You can support 4ZZZ by subscribing or making a donation at 4ZZZFM.org.au.